This episode of the Quality Goods Podcast is brought to you by The Genius Brand, health products that are formulated to optimize everything. The Genius Brand has a ton of vitamins and supplements to maximize your performance, like their stimulant-free pre-workout, their leading nootropic, Genius Consciousness featuring lion's mane and astragalus mushrooms. They also have products to maximize your chill, like Genius Mindfulness with Neurofactor to relieve stress and support cognitive function, or Genius Sleep Aid with L-theanine and a microdose of melatonin designed to be a non-habit-forming supplement to ease you into dreamland on those restless nights. Whichever area of genius you're looking to improve, there is something to help you optimize that. So check out thegeniusbrand.com today with code QUALITY upon checkout for 15% off. And if for any reason you aren't getting the desired effect from your product, the Genius Brand offers a 90-day money-back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Hit up thegeniusbrand.com today, code QUALITY at checkout, and supplement smarter. On this episode of the podcast, Anson and I were joined by multi-instrumentalist and lead singer of the Super Fantastics, Daniel Scharf. The San Francisco-based indie pop band has made good use of pandemic times to develop their act both outdoors at Golden Gate Park and in the studio where they have been sharpening their debut album, Home, set to release in March of this year. It was a really lovely conversation about all of the things that music is to us from an emotional standpoint, representing our current moods to jogging memories. Music is therapy for the soul. We shared some of our listening habits, some songs that we listen to to feel a particular way, and how we want to share positive vibes through music, literally. So if you're into music, and let's face it, you're definitely into some genre of music. And if you're not, uh, you might want to see a doctor. But the main point is that this is a great episode to vibe out to. So put on your favorite track after you listen to this podcast, of course. And let's get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. going on good people you are tuned into the quality goods podcast i'm chris Beatty, and i'm anson jay and we are coming at you from another beautiful weekend at the end of january the weather is a little warm you know we're, we're getting a little uh a little warmer i think i think i mentioned this last time and i, I keep talking about the weather in the, at the <laughs> top of these podcasts so maybe i will stop doing that is uh yeah this, this ain't no time for small talk because we got daniel sharf from the super fantastic joining us live on the podcast today. How are you doing, my man? I'm great. Thank you guys so much for having me. Super pumped to be on the Quality Goods Podcast. Yeah, we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, so Daniel, for those of you who don't know and uh, have never heard of the Super Fantastics before, Daniel is the lead singer, songwriter, occasional uke player, and the, the drummer for the Super Fantastics. Yeah, they, they've got a great sound coming out of San Francisco, really eclectic, pop, fun. Daniel is the only member of the band joining us today, but why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about the rest of the folks? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Super Fantastics, it's electro indie pop. Um, I, you know, I would say the influences are bands like Postal Service, you know, classic indie pop stuff, also mixed with Latin folk music like Cayetano Veloso and big band jazz. Basically, a lot of the music of my youth and formative experiences throughout my life have gone into the sound of this, which I'm excited for everybody to check out. I think everybody who has heard it so far says it's very unique. I don't quite know what to compare it to. There is a breadth of emotion and musical genre across the album. Um, and, you know, I think for, for anyone just getting introduced to it, the, the thing that I'd like for you to know is that there, the, the songs are about emotions that I think are very relatable to everyday life because they come from my everyday life and the things that I experience throughout my day and that I think probably each of you are really familiar with. The sound of the music is 
very vocal forward, you will hear every word of it. <laughs> I think my, yeah, my parents like, like clean that. lyrics. Yeah. yeah. My parents like that. They're like, like I can't yes. understand music these days. What are they <laughs> saying? Yes. <laughs> it, it's, as, it's as clear as my voice when I'm talking right now. And nice. I think it's really important for the storytelling aspect of it because I want to tell stories through music about things that I see in the world and are important to me that I feel like I can share with people. And I think also the, the main purpose of our music is to connect with people on emotions that I think we all share. And when you listen through the 11 songs of the album, what you're going to notice is there are, there are themes here. There are six or seven different emotions that exist across the album in varying degrees. There's emotions like, you know, being happy, serene, anxious, reflective, nostalgic, joyful. And some songs dial up the joyfulness, but also have a, a tinge of nostalgia. And so the, these things I, I think are, are really common for people. Our music is very positive, even if we're exploring themes that might be focused around anxiety for some people um, or just dreaming. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we do it in a way that's very relatable and um, yeah, just really, really excited to, to, to share that with everybody. And if you're looking at any of our album artwork, what the other thing you can notice is actually there's a bit of a cheat sheet to the music because the color scheme ties back to those emotions. So in our logo, the Super Fantastics logo is a color scheme. Um, so you'll see the red, the yellow, the purple, the green, those colors tie to these emotions as well. And when you look at the artwork that's about the individual songs, the colors are going to give you a cue to what is the emotion in this song. And also, I, I think it, it's a really good way, I think, to um, connect with people because my experience with music is that when I'm deciding what I want to listen to that day, I'm looking for music that is going to match my emotion. And whether that is the emotion that I'm feeling, that I want to want feel, to feel yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, if you're, if you're looking for a song to match your emotion, you can pretty easily figure out which song that's going to be if you haven't heard <laughs> us before. But also, yeah. you know, lean into that because... Um, mm -hmm. I might, I, I do that when I'm picking what song to listen to, like, gosh, you know what? It's a beautiful day and I'm feeling really joyful today. And I want to, I want to hear music that lets me explore that today. I might listen to that same song three or four times in a oh, row yeah. even. What, what song did you listen to this morning? So this morning and actually almost every day this week, I was listening to James Taylor. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are you, exactly. I don't know you guys right are, there, man. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what, it, like it was the mood that I was in this week of, man, I'm, I'm I, I really like lighthearted music in the mornings as I'm getting my day started. The, and the thing that I really do like about James Taylor's music is that it, it's positive. It really does tell the story. He's so warm and clear. Yeah, he's got that comforting voice, man. Anytime I hear James Taylor coming out the speakers, I'm in a good mood, you know, like I feel comforted. I feel like that's a friend, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that closeness is also what we go for in our music. So, you know, I think that that's, that's another one of my influences, influences and part of my taste as well is I, I want to relate to people through the music. I want them to relate to me, if you don't relate to me and the lyrics, you're not going to like the music for sure. <laughs> That's um, what's cool about your guys' music. You know, you guys have such range as a band. Like you said, you can invoke so many different emotions and they're going to be present throughout your entire album. Yeah. Yeah, that's right on. And I hope that's what people um, will see in the album and perceive about it. And, um, you know, I think that there is a, there's a lot of breadth to it. We have some songs that are like rock anthems, indie rock anthems, others that are like I, I sing in Portuguese and Spanish songs of mm -hmm. nostalgia that are really like very ukulele forward to be honest. <laughs> and others, I actually, I, one of my sleeper favorites on the album is a song called dreams. And it's um, it's a song about a dream that a friend told me about that I was in when we were kids. And it's just about like how special it is for someone to tell you that, you were in their dream, right? And like it just that feeling of being special to somebody that they would be thinking about you even in their sleep. And Sorry. it also, <clears throat> it, 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 my mother is actually on that song mm. doing a poem in the middle of it. 
And it, you know, it just has become a song celebrating my parents' love and it's it, but it's very different. You know, I think you would, most people would say like, I haven't ever heard a song quite like that. Um, and then we have the next song on the track is kind of a, like a spaghetti Western type song, <laughs> um, but they all, they all sound like the same thread runs through them all. And yeah. I think it, it's been really fun for us to explore different styles, bringing the, that match, I think the emotions of the songs that we want to communicate. Um, and our producer, Chris McGrew at Wally's hideout did a great job of helping us tie it all together to a, a really cohesive album that, you know, I think does all the things that we want it to do while staying true to the, the central sound that we want everybody to to hear and associate with us. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, I haven't heard the whole album yet, but definitely excited to do that. But um, Chris was playing, I'm not sure the name of the track because I, I would just walk in and we were playing it. Uh, but even that, man, like as soon as I heard it, like it put me in a certain place. Uh, and I was like, oh, I could already see where where I would hear this or what, you know, it, it seemed outdoorsy and it seemed like, man, like it really gets me going. And then he had mentioned how, yeah, you guys were playing at Golden Gate Park during this time and all. I was like, man, that's exactly like what I was thinking, like an outdoor vibe, like just chilling with the homies and yeah, yeah just feel good. Just it was a feel good song. What's up? What was the name of that one? So, oh, so the, so the one, yeah, the one that you're talking about, you're you're right on on that, Anson. It's called Beautiful Day. Wow. Mm, oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, you captured that. Movie. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> so that's that. I, I, it really makes me smile that you said that because it should be very evocative. Like you just, you hear it and you get it and it makes yes. you feel that way and it helps you feel more that way. Mm -hmm. And um, so the song, Beautiful Day, the context of that is just like you said, like I was walking outside and just like looking up at the sun in one of these beautiful alleys in Hayes Valley here in SF mm -hmm. and just thinking like, gosh, you know, that like in my songs and in my life, I have different levels of like, you know, being like forlorn or being anxious, but today I, I just feel great and it's a beautiful day mm. and I want to make sure that I'm really celebrating that. And so the, the song beautiful day stands out on our album as being one that is just like 10 out of 10 joyfulness. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. I, you know, I just, I, I love to listen to that one in the morning, like going out for a walk, the sun is yeah, shining, that vibe. Mm -hmm. set, set hype, that vibe hype people up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was jazzy, but it was just uplifting and um, yeah, yeah, just some, like, fun. Ska it just, elements yeah. to it. Yeah, it was, yep. it was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've got that in, in a lot of our songs. And it. Um, if you listen closely, you'll hear a little bit of like baseball game organ on it also. <laughs> you know, when you go to the ball game and they're like, <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but once again, an outdoorsy feel when you hear that organ, you know, like, yeah, man. I mean. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right on. And I mean. I, I think the music is evocative and you should just get it like, oh, here's the feeling of that song. You don't have to listen too closely for it. I think it's just it's right there in your face and you're going to know immediately if you if you love it or you hate it or if you're feeling the emotion or you're not like you're going to. Yeah. OK, I get it immediately. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I remember upon our original uh, crossing of paths on Clubhouse, I remember you mentioning uh, playing shows at Golden Gate Park and then the I had a chance to check you guys out on social media and stuff and saw what you guys were doing. And I was just like, wow, you know, this is exactly what we need in, uh, yeah. in a time of distancing and, you know, what, you know, isolation. It's nice to be able to feel like we're all together and uh, just be able to go to the park and hear some some good music because we have a serious lack of live music in our lives right now. Sure. Yeah, Golden Gate Park is an incredible place to play shows. Um, in the you know right now it's winter time and we haven't been doing it much since the shelter in place orders have been pretty strict. But during the summertime, what better place to just set up outside with some an acoustic set and an upright bass, bring our friends together? I think this project, Super Fantastics, you know it's it's about the music, but it's also about bringing people together. Our friends come to the shows and they know that they're going to have a good time. Like the music is about being positive and having a good time. And our friends, the people who come and listen to us, they're coming to connect with each other and be really engaged with us and the music. And we'll incorporate them into the shows as well. If somebody has their kids there on a blanket, I might ask them, 
you know, what their favorite childhood song is. And we might <laughs> do like an acoustic set on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and throw, <laughs> throw a freestyle verse in there nice. and just have a good time with it. Like they know they're going to be really engaged and have fun. And that's so important to me. And um, Golden Gate Park for me also has been really special during the lockdown period. I walk there um, two hours basically every day at the end of the day just to like get away from my screens at home and work and let my mind wander. It's the most beautiful place in San Francisco. The Conservatory of Flowers has endless alleys and little parks um, behind it with just the most decadent trees and the smells are, are wonderful. And we've made a little home there in a grove under a tree, setting up shop, <laughs> bringing our friends there um, and would love for anybody listening to come and check it out and become um, part of our community. It's, it's just such a, such a wonderful place. Yeah. We're, whereabouts in the park for people that want to track you guys down, where can they find super fantastic? Grove? Yeah. Well, if you, so if you go on our Instagram and sign up, then you'll get the notices. Um, nice. The Instagram handle is super fantastic band. Thank you. And yeah, but it's, it's a grove behind the conservatory of flowers near mm. the sundial clock. And it just, you just bring a blanket, you know, BYOB, yep. bring some snacks, bring Vibe your friends out, and just sit and have, yeah, have a, have a good time. And, you know, we would, we would love to see you there and just, kind of biding our time until we can get back to playing shows again. It's a really good way to engage with people as we're getting ready to release this album. So we have, um, so the album is called home home where we've all been <laughs> over the, over where we are right now. <laughs> where we're, exactly. So we, yeah, we've been at, we've been at home and, um, you know, we're, we're going to release the, the title track is called home home. I ended up writing in August of this year, channeling all of the emotions that I had being at home of wanting to stay positive and trying to be upbeat, but also experiencing some of the, the solitude and loneliness of being at home. And I don't know if you guys experienced this, but for me, just like so many Zoom meetings with people <laughs> and conversations where actually a lot of people are like, hey, how are you doing with all of this? And it's nice that they ask, but I'm also like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, let's just pretend exactly. that it's fine. I'll exactly. see you soon. Like whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's just pretend it's all okay. And so the music is, is about a lot of that. And like, I am, I am home and I'm alone, but I just am doing what I'm doing and I'm trying to kind of be really productive and almost like yeah. fast forward time until we can see everybody yeah. again. And that, that is what the song's about. And there are a lot of, it's filled with, beautiful horns to keep you upbeat. But then also the lyrics are things like day after day, after the night, after the day, like I'm feeling fine. How's your mind? Are you yeah, okay? What, like, what day is it? What yeah, time is exactly. it? That's exactly what it is. Like, yeah. Oh, you're leaving town. All right. With you. you're going, you're doing you. I'm doing me like these like platitudes and everyday conversations. Like, all right, we'll just skip to that stuff and we'll see you at some point And it's going to be great. Let's just try to all get through this alone, mm -hmm. but together. Um, so we have the first single coming out in March uh, of this year. The second single is called Capim Canela. Capim Canela explores the time that I lived in a small college town in Brazil. Capim Canela mm. is the name of the, it basically is a frat house that I lived in. <laughs> nice. I spent a month on the floor of this frat house, made such wonderful friendships. And the song, which is a composition in Portuguese, is just all about the nostalgia that I feel for that place and that time and the people who I knew there. Um, it just, it was such a pleasure to write it and then share it with my friends from that community. I was the, uh, for a lot of them, I was the first foreigner that they had met, um, when I lived there and just gave me the best treatment. I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Brazil? I have not, not yet. yet. No, it's definitely on the one list. of the ones I want to do. One of the first, yeah, for sure. International trips I want to take after all this. What's So what's your, what's your impression of Brazil? Like if I go there, it's going to be, I'm going to meet people like, you know, how, like, what, what's your stereotype of Brazil? I think people that are just like active and, uh, you know, the sp some sports fans, very vibrant. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I would say that the Brazilians music, I have yeah. met are like up pretty upbeat for the most yeah. part and have a like genuine, Good just yeah, life. Like, like love life kind of deal. I mean, at least the ones I've met fortunately have felt that way. So. Yeah. I know they got screwed over a little bit with it. Was it the Olympics? They, uh, Built all that yeah, stuff, and now it's all yeah. abandoned. Oh, not in I use anymore. About that, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely now. But <laughs> you, you guys are right on, and that I, I think 
you nailed it. Like Brazil is a lot like that. The people are so warm and friendly and your experience there as a foreigner is they're like climbing over each other to make to like try to show you a good time. And they want you to have a good time um, experiencing Brazil and yeah, like without say, any the way they do it. Yeah. Not like a tourist or, you know, like, no, this is how we in Brazil, like live life. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's why it was so special for me to spend time with these students um, in their house in, you know, speaking in Portuguese with them the whole time, um, experiencing life the way they experience it and wanting to share with me the, the day-to-day. And that's what the song is about the day-to-day mm-hmm. life that I had there. And it, it is very nostalgic because when I, I left, it was very sad for me. And, and the song mm-hmm. evokes that it's about just being like teary-eyed, leaving because I had to- Bittersweet goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I had to kind of go and continue on my journey, but I, and I knew I could never kind of go back to that place in time where I had the opportunity to be there. And there's, um, yeah, there, there's like very kind of mournful whistling on the song even. So that'll be our second, um, song, which is very different from the first one that really is much more like, like big horns, big band sound and like, you know, ebullient, like let's get through this. And then the second one is like, that was a beautiful point in time. And let's really remember that because like it, it feeds your soul to have yeah. that kind of experience too, mm-hmm. and remember it and remind you of the beautiful things in your past. And then, the, then, you know, it, I would say each of the songs in the album um, you'll see, it's almost, it's like a, a like a wine menu. So the, the, there's a very broad range of emotions in our music. And you could, if you are feeling Hmm. Like, I, do you have uh, anything that's like a little nostalgic and <laughs> I'm um, feeling serene? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm so feeling we have a that. Whatever today. Do you yeah. have anything that in the <laughs> range? Little, yeah, something a little more around. oaky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have. Yeah, I would say you know we cover from like happiness to feeling serene or dreamy, joyful, anxious, reflective, nostalgic because those are right there. Like the, the, the feelings or the humors or emotions that I think that really fuel my life mm-hmm. and the ones that I, that I feel the most intensely every day. And so they come out in the songs. And um, if you, if you like any blend of those emotions, you're going to find them in the, in the album and you can order the one that you're feeling that day. Or, uh, you know, yeah. if you want to just, if you want to dial up the, the joyfulness, go for beautiful day. If yeah. you want to, if you want, to connect to a song that helps you remember beautiful times that you had in your past. Maybe you'll order up a glass of mm-hmm. Capim Canela, uh, the, the Portuguese <laughs> yeah. language song. Like I haven't had that in a while or I've never tried this. Let me explore this a little more. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll yeah. be feeling it that day or just mm-hmm. to try it out. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes we feel <clears throat> a broad range of emotions over the course of the day. So, yeah. you know, if you just put that album on and, and rock with it, you know, you can have yeah. a whole experience. Yeah. I think it's like, Exactly what you're saying, man. You know, all throughout your day, all these different things happen, you know, but I think what's even better, like with the name home, it's like, while I feel all those things out there, when I do get home, I get to really explore it on a different level, you know what I'm saying? And like, really like reflect back on how those things affect me that day. And yeah, I mean, yeah. And I feel happy and all kinds of things at the house, you know what I'm saying? And where I can do it my way without having to worry about, you know, the outside influences as much, you know, so. It, yeah, it's really interesting for me. I, both my parents are psychiatrists, actually. Mm. And so I just I spend a lot of time thinking about other people and their emotions and my emotions and how we connect on those things. And I think one of the things that I've enjoyed so much about the album and how it does span all of those different emotions is when I'm texting with a friend and they're talking about a situation that they're in or a way that they're feeling like I, I love sharing the song with them that really explores that emotion. Like, Oh, you're feeling this way. Like, yeah, I, I feel that way too. And I can, you know, share this song that I think really they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that does it that for me. That, that is, it, yeah. that is the thing that I was feeling. That's, that is the most, the most special part of it for me. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, we touched on it, you know, to begin, like you said, uh, listening to certain music or certain songs at certain times, either like really embrace what you're feeling or take you out of that. But even on top of that too, like mentioning, you know, being at the, at the park, you know, when I do that too, like when I, you know, back when I was able to travel more and like check out different cities, like if I heard live music that I didn't know about, man, I'm like gravitated towards that. Or like, if, like I hear, if I heard a good, like if I heard those, a certain song, I'm walking differently just cause that's in my ear now, you know what I'm saying? And it's just carrying me through that, you know, at least that section a little more, you know, differently, man. And, um, 
Yeah, like even if you're a busker or whatever, man, like the street artist, like it just feels good, man. Like whether it's raw motion or, you know, reflecting whatever that day's looking like. So, and I think it's really important for how we release the songs too, because I think like you might walk by when we're playing the song that doesn't suit your emotion Mm -hmm. and it's going to be very apparent. Like you're going to know what emotion is in the song it's really internally consistent, like throughout the whole song be like, okay, I'm not feeling that way today. I don't know. Maybe I don't connect with that. Or maybe it's spot on and you're walking through the park and it's you're a like, beautiful Ugh. day and you hear that song. You're like, yes. Yep. <laughs> um, but you know, I think also it's, you know, important that it's like, we feel different ways throughout the day. We feel different ways throughout our lives, but and like moment to moment. And, you know, I think if you, so I, I went through this exercise in our logo, we have four primary colors. We have green, purple, um, yellow, red, and these to me map to different emotions. And so um, it, it, it's, it, it's really interesting for me because you can do kind of like a Venn diagram, you know, like yeah, a color yeah. chart where I can actually plot each of these songs based yeah, on, intersect, you know, yeah. You like what does yellow mean? It's like, time. you know, the joy and like, I can, yeah, I can kind of plot it along, along the different color combinations where all the songs are. I can plot where I am I can, or mm-hmm. the band is other band members and they might, you know, hit different parts of the Venn diagram. Like, Oh, okay. Um, you know, I actually am equal parts today, like, you know, joy and anxiety. Cause I'm worrying about this one thing like that might give me a cue to which song. Yeah. I actually That's actually really cool. I'd actually anything. like to see this Venn diagram with yeah. all the plot points and. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I would love to share it with you. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that you can, so you can find the song to amplify um, or reflect your mood, or you can think about the, like who you are at that moment or where you are. And it doesn't mean you're always that way, but another cool thing that we've been able to do is focus our like merch or imagery on the, that kind of thing that we want to communicate to people. So for anyone mm-hmm. looking at the video, which I know is not any of you on the podcast, I'm wearing this shirt today, which is, I don't, I don't know if you can see the S. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Dope shirt, so, man. so what I'm wearing is a, a shirt that it, it evokes the SF logo, um, but it's just big stars and it's green. So how am I feeling today? Like I'm, I, yeah, I'm feeling pretty joyful, kind of serene. Like I, I like I, I wanted to wear this green one today because I felt like it reflected my mood, but we have one of these in all of the different colors and mm. you might be feeling purple today. And I don't mm. know why, but it might, it might work for you. And I think, um, so the, the logo, which has these colors in it, they reflect us, but we also might be a different one each day. And, you know, I think that that's we, like, we do change and we can change and, you know, we should, connect yeah. with and the colors and feelings that we that we that we like yeah and all of them are you it's just at a different moment in time whatever you know so it's like yeah just, you know I, I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar with like enneagrams and personality tests and types and stuff a little bit. I, i've taken yeah. a few yeah I, I i always had a little bit of an issue with them because I'm like, you're going to get a different answer if you take this thing. On a different well, day. For sure. Yeah. If something yeah. happened to you earlier that day, man, yeah. Or for me, if I, like, I didn't have breakfast, oh, it's mm. not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like moments. You're just rushing moments. through it like whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're that kind of a person. You might feel like that kind of a person that day if you're answering the questions, man. honestly, but then you have a rosier outlook on life the next day and you're a different kind of person. So I, 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 I like the the flexibility of just, you know, being able to think about, who you are and where your emotions are that day. And and that's okay. Like lean into yeah. that. Yeah, man. I mean, a quick story about that. So we, we did one of those at work and um, uh, it, it was more because of my, my department at the time was kind of newer. So they wanted to see if certain personalities or whatever, like gravitated towards that job. And, um, you know, we took it, whatever. And I was just like, so devastated, like not whatever. Cause it was a test. I'm like, whatever, but like <laughs> I got like a zero, I scored a zero on the bar of like creativity. And I was just like, well, this is wrong. You know, like, and, <laughs> and I was like, where am I at? Am I answering these questions in a way that I think they wanted me to? And it, it, it and it came that way. Or is like, is this now putting me to that, you know? And it's like, you know, and I didn't think about it for too much. Cause I'm like, yeah, like you said, it, it's whatever, but just for that to even be there is like, you know, I was like, I can't believe this is even a thing on me, you know? And I show like my other coworkers and they just kind of laugh too. Cause like, that is not a accurate, you know, interpretation of you, but you know, Anson, but I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's really funny because if you had asked me, Hey, I'm going to do a, like a standardized test. Um, what should I definitely not try to measure people on? Be like, well, probably creativity. Like exactly. not yeah. try to measure that for a yes. standardized test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, well, that's, that's cool. So, I, you know, I, I, I really appreciate that you guys 
connect with that. And I, th- I think, you know, that that's really what our music is all, all about is just, I want to relate to people. I want people to relate to the emotions and the, and the message in the song. And there are undertones of positivity and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, even when the music might delve into kind of being, you know, whip, like taking a whimsical, almost like cynical approach on something like really the, the, the vibe of the music though is always about love and, and trying to be positive about everything and, you know, empathizing with the emotions, like feel, feel the emotion and understand mm. it and celebrate it even when, when things are, are hard. And um, I think it's, 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 it's really been just amazing to me to get all of this out into the full album and um, just hear how different people are connecting, connecting with the songs is, is, it's been amazing. Yeah. Love wins always, man. I, I don't think it, you can ever go wrong with uh, putting out positivity and uh, love and, into the ether, man. What's, let me ask you guys, what's, is there some song that you remember from the last like 10 years that was just like your go-to for some occasion? I remember a cup like, okay, for like a good, um, year, like anytime I was getting ready to go out dancing, I was listening mm-hmm. to, uh, New York, New York. Cause I don't know, that was the mm. one that was like <laughs> going to put me in that mood. And yeah. I was like ready to go, you know, did you, do you guys remember any songs like that? That was just like your go-to for a particular mood or occasion. I got one. So, I mean, like when I'm feeling like the man, I'm feeling on, you know what I'm saying? I listen to a uh, gold link with the uh, Brent Fires uh, crew. It's just, like it, it just is everything. It's like, man, me and my homies, you can't stop us. Like I'm invincible right now. You know what I'm saying? I just it's like everything's clicking, and I feel like I'm dressed better than I've ever have, and I'm loving life better than I ever have. And it's just, it's a cool vibe, and like just kind of gritty, but still like this is these dudes like just in the parking lot having fun, and like you know what I mean? Like yeah, just that was a big one for me. That's what awesome, Chris. What about you? Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact name of the song because it's uh it's off Childish Gambino's last album and it, it, like his songs didn't have like, oh yeah word, yeah <laughs> word titles they were just like numbers I think it's nineteen dot fifty two though I could be mistaken but it was just a song that reminded me of a past relationship and it wasn't a bad relationship but it was just like it tugged on all these strings and I really related to it and uh, yeah, it was just kind of like. A nostalgia thing but also like a growing thing it's like yeah we had this i this is what it was and but you realize that there was some imbalance and that but it's okay it yeah. to to know that and uh, not every relationship is a fit but yeah that, but it's it really part of your life man like yeah, yeah. so it's, totally different sentiment you yeah, know right. but it's something it's that the, i listen to a lot because yeah. it like made me realize a lot of things about that relationship in hindsight it's so interesting to hear you say that i I have the same experience with that specific emotion on different kinds of songs like you you talking about that um childish gambino song made me think of like a jack johnson song that i would listen to a lot called Mm -hmm. uh do you remember when which is like Mm -hmm. a very simple beautiful song about like love and nostalgia and i don't know like why did i listen to it so much i think it's because i like i wanted something like that in my life of that, mm-hmm. like just deep love and nostalgia. And that's why I, I just would listen to that song every day for, for a while and like, re, you know, really felt it. And um, Anson, I definitely have my songs like that. Like, man, I'm yeah. feeling good. I'm going to have a good night tonight also. And I want to celebrate and like amplify mm-hmm. that feeling. And I just uh, like, I'm, I'm so excited. And I have like my, my go-to songs for that mm-hmm. as well. And I just, I, I, I really love this, topic because it just kind of like helps us understand each other better also by like through music i think we can understand what's important to people absolutely uh, like the music is so emotional Mm -hmm. it transcends language barriers all the time you know like you don't even have to speak the or understand a particular language of a song in order to vibe with it yeah you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm just thinking about my daily life and it's so infrequent that I talk to people about music in a way, like outside of my band members, I would say, where we are exploring the emotions that are in the music and, and kind of like what about it connects to us rather than like, hey, what are you listening to these days? Like, oh, it's this new like indie band or something. Okay, cool. Like, I'll check it out. So I, I really appreciate being in this space with you guys yeah. now talking about the emotions of music. 
Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love the technical aspect of music too. Yeah. You know, I, I'm an audio engineer by trade, and so I I, I like seeing all your guys' like studio videos yeah. and stuff because I, I love to see the process as well. I and it honestly it made me miss the studio because <laughs> I, I I love to record music in the studio. Yeah, you know, it's a really special time to make an album right now because the the, the rules of the game are changing. Like the world oh, is changing yeah. so fast right yeah. now. Whether you know you're like launching a brand online now and like you can actually tap into this national community of people and you know it, it certainly extends to making music as well we went into this studio into um wally's hideout at hyde street studios this epic place where green day records and cake those are mm -hmm. just some of my the favorite albums from my youth that are just really connected to so many emotions for me growing oh, up yeah. right and That's some sure. nostalgia vibes for sure yeah and our, our producer chris mcgrew I, you know i think the thing that he did for us um you know in addition to just being a really um, sophisticated technical guy in terms of recording and mixing was helping us reach out to some talent that we didn't have in the band to add beautiful flourish and depth to the yeah, songs. Add some color. Mm -hmm. some yeah. And, and, and he's able to do that. I think because yeah, everybody's at home right now. And because some of these incredible musicians aren't touring, touring. Yeah. or like out, gigging yeah. at night that they actually are really interested in new music and new kinds of projects. And so we were able to get some people to collaborate on our songs that I think it would have taken us a lot longer to try to figure out how to, how to get them. And they have home studios and um, you know, so we have some, some really special people and contributions on the album. Here's, here's a funny example, which is um we, uh, the, one of the tracks, well, actually two of them have whistling on them. Um, I, I love to whistle. I whistle every day. Probably, one yes. of, one benefit actually of having to wear a mask outside is I feel like I can walk around incognito whistling and no one really knows that it's me doing it on the street because <laughs> they can't see, but I do that all the time. I'm just like whistling like a weirdo out, out in the street, <laughs> but I, I love to do it. And, um, there was uh, there, honestly, I, there was one note I just couldn't hit on the album, but I didn't want to change it. It was really important <clears throat> to me to this. There's this song that it's called our past. Our past is kind of like a Western song. And what it explores is that, Hey, like, do, do you ever think about your past and something that you did that was really embarrassing and just shudder a little bit? You're like, I can't believe I <laughs> did that. I hope no one ever finds out. Oh no, I would die of shame. <laughs> Everybody has that. And you know what? people are probably not ever going to yeah, yeah. Nobody it's, else it's, remembers that moment. It's, it's it in your lives on exactly. in your own. But you're thinking about it in the shower with your head, right. hand on the wall, like, Oh my God, you know, like, no one is <laughs> so, ever going to get out. But yeah. So we all have our past and in like, it's good to learn from our mistakes, but honestly, don't dwell on it too much because it's not yeah, about don't that beat yourself for you. Up. Like, yeah, don't beat yourself up about it. And the, you know, the reason that it has this kind of like cowboy theme to it is that like, if, you know, if you think about, um, you know, the Lone Ranger and those kinds of like crusaders, you actually don't know a lot about their backstory. They're just, they're here mm. now and they're awesome. Yeah. And like, <laughs> what was doing their past? I don't know. Yep. They don't care either. They're just yeah. awesome now. Let's all yeah, be they awesome don't, They now. don't tell that origin story up front. Yeah. You know, yeah. And like, let okay, great. Let's just like kind of take people at their word and, 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 be, be great now, no matter what your past was. I definitely have a lot of things in my past. Every day I think of something that makes me just cringe. Oh, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. Sure. I can't believe For I'm sure. allowed out in the world. And um, <laughs> so it, it, but it has this really beautiful like cowboy whistle. You know, if you imagine like a cowboy on the mm. mountain, like just, and it, but it, it's a very high note that was important to me. And I just was having a little trouble hitting it myself. Like I'm not a professional whistler. <laughs> But you know who is Dave Santucci, who um, we were able to get featured on the album just for the just for That's a awesome. whistle part that yeah. was really important to me. And he did such a beautiful job of hitting the exact emotion that I was trying to evoke. And then there's actually a call and response guitar whistle duel mm. in the middle of it, which is like like a guitar and a cowboy like dueling yeah, together and bringing out, yeah. the music up. And you know that just a really good example of somebody we were able to collaborate with on the album while trying to kind of get the whole thing done in a reasonable amount of time and, and preserve the quality. So just that, you know, that's an opportunity now for bands trying to record 
albums or even, you know, if, if somebody out there is like, gosh, I would love to record an album, but I don't have a full band. I don't have, you know, this and that you, you can collaborate with people so well now at home, like get the software yeah, home recording yeah. gear is cheap. <clears throat> yeah. Days. We've been hearing for, about for that quality. Yeah. You can get quality for cheap these days. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's just a really interesting time right now. Um, and just like, in, and also thinking about how you'll launch your music because of what is possible yeah. right now. So, I mean, I think, yeah, we, we, we have the ability now to connect with people nationally more than locally because we can't really play those large shows that we were slated to play before, but actually like people are home and they're online and they're really receptive to new music right now. And so that's a lot of our launch strategy is we need to, we need to launch this like a brand like a company yeah. would launch a new product. I, the, the, so the product itself is done, but what about the package, right? Yeah. Like if you were yeah, launching, like, yeah. how are you going to deliver like a new food product? Like, well, you're not just going to throw it up there in any, no, we want that like Apple box. Like I want to make sure. sure that people have the, like the iPhone experience when they get to the music. And I want to communicate with the brand and, 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 you know, the logo and, all of our design, like all of the emotions and care that went into the music itself. And so I think, you know, it's really important, I think, for bands to spend time on that and understanding like people will hear the music in the context that you give them most of the time because yeah. they like they don't know you. The, the, the next person who hears your music mm -hmm. probably doesn't know you. And, um, you know, just like a restaurant is going to think about the ambiance. You have an opportunity to do that with what they're going to see about you before they like, okay, if that's your, if that's your logo or the description of your song, like take, take that opportunity to yeah. give them the experience that you, you think will help them connect best with, with the music. And so, you know, our launch strategy for this is going to be primarily to connect with people online who are interested in this kind of music, you know, indie pop, electro indie pop, Latin music. And we're really focused on getting that kind of like brand toolkit ready, helping yeah. people easily understand the music, focusing, you know, our, our kind of media efforts on that. And, you know, I think that's, I think that's a big opportunity for, for, for everybody right now, rather yeah, than the absolutely. kind of old, the old paradigm of like, yeah. all right, yeah, let me trying to get a record deal. Yeah. That, those days are done. Yeah. Those days are it's, done. You have the, you have all the power, everything. You have all the tools at your disposal. You can, you know, obviously you control your brand image. You can self-distribute, you can self-promote, you know, you can find ways to get on playlists. It's all, you have all the tools at your fingertips now. Have you guys seen any bands doing something really interesting to try to broaden their reach right now like seen anybody i've seen some people doing like live concerts from studios that are super high quality i've seen um i don't know i mean it's 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 tough right now to really break through but also it's an opportunity because what, what i've heard is that most bands are not releasing big albums right now everybody's waiting so it's mm -hmm. either not a good time or it's the perfect time yeah exactly well, who, dua lipa put out an album i mean i don't i don't follow her stuff that much but i know that she put out an album in like in the middle of quarantine and actually was very well received. It doesn't feel like there's a ton of music coming out right now, yeah, right? Not, like, not a lot of people putting out records. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I mean, like video content either. Like I think I finished Netflix and I just really, really, <laughs> yeah. would be really interested in some, some new content. So like, yeah, okay. This could be a really cool time to give people something. If it yeah. can, you know, tap into the national psyche right now. Yeah, we had a lot of people that, you know, our few other artists that came on too, like uh, it, it, even more like mid last year that were saying like, yeah, we have songs that just aren't relevant to what's going on. So we don't want to release it because that's the emotion isn't right for what we want. And uh, yeah, I think the only yeah. thing really pushing kind of like musically is like the verses stuff. And even that it's yeah, all like old greatest hits too, kind yeah. of thing. But, but it's those, fun. Yeah, those verses right. battles like have an immediate impact on all the artists like uh, catalog. Yeah. Like once... If you get on a versus battle, like their catalog just all of a sudden just skyrockets. Yeah. Honestly, I think the biggest thing that has helped music right now is like TikTok, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. Fleetwood Mac oh, became number one again because <laughs> of what Dogface did. And like, he's not the only one. Like, if you want to be on top of the chart, they better have a TikTok dance towards it or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I think Megan, that's, Megan the Stallion. Yeah, Megan the Stallion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, embracing the challenges and like doing the dance that yeah. was to her. Yeah, yeah so I creating think, challenges yeah. based around songs. Like, yeah. those songs, like, that they're in your head like and yeah. you maybe only heard that short little yeah. social media clip but those songs like yeah. you hear it somewhere and you're like oh there's That's that the tiktok one. song yeah, yeah and, and it's it, the tiktok song yeah 
it's funny. I know a lot of creators on TikTok are also saying like tips for making videos do well, like have one of those songs low in your video also. Yeah. The same way that like, I remember um, uh, like rom-coms that were coming out. Remember that song, uh, Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night? I think mm -hmm. it was Black Eyed Peas, right? Like yeah. mm -hmm. if you put that in a movie in the preview oh, <laughs> right yeah. around that time, it was gonna do <laughs> well. Banger. Right? Fireworks in the back, you know what I'm saying? And everything, yeah. Like, yeah, tonight's, the, like, yeah, the tap yeah. into that feeling, this movie's gonna be amazing. Like the yeah. same is true on TikTok, people are figuring that out. So I think my goal is to, I think, uh, yeah, get the nationally famous song oh, that man, everybody sure. will want to put for in their sure. TikTok video. A more recent one that caught me off guard was that uh, Spin Doctors song got into TikTok. Um, and I was like, what? The, this song is from like the early 90s. How, what? Yeah. Look at the, But it makes like, sense. People because that have like, never heard this song yeah. before are hearing it for the first time yeah. through these means. Yep. And it makes sense because it's like all these kids that are hearing what yeah. their parents are listening to. And they're like, that song is what? And then like, oh, I'm going to flip that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's out, out in the world again. Like, and it's cool because you see these old, old school bands or whatever that we grew up on that are now charting again you know what i'm saying why not you know what i mean like just just what let it happen of, yeah what kind of content do you guys like on tiktok what are your what are your favorite parts or oh, like and, and me i don't even get my tiktok from my ig you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah, i'm not same, even on tiktok here, like yeah. that but i, I, I do, do like it i yeah. just um but yeah, I, for the dances, for me, it's kind of like, oh, whatever, because like most of the people can't dance and no shame on that. <laughs> but I just like want to see a little more different. I love the transitional videos and I, yeah, I love the, the music the in the background. and yeah, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Are you on I'm there on so, TikTok heavy or what? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to figure I, out I your like, TikTok strategy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I should be. I think we will be once we yeah. have the album. Like you say really with branding, of, of course. Yeah, man, like, you know, yeah. you got the, the branding first and foremost. It, it does look good. You know, I love your guys' logo. And, yeah. you know, you got that kind of retro vibe, but like modernized. So you're, you, like know, a you got the nostalgia, hero. but yeah. Like, yeah. still. Yeah, kind of touching on that too. I mean, a, a little bit of a two part kind of thing, but super fantastic. Like, you kind of everyone feels some certain way when you hear that you know so i'd like to hear a little bit of why that was what stuck with you guys um and then uh you know i think this might have been off off pod but you mentioned how a lot of the project was already done pre like right when the shelter in place was starting and then a couple other things but like is that when that happened did that make the branding of everything prioritize a little more you know so like how did that all yeah. kind of change during that time yeah thanks for that question i yeah. Super Fantastics was the name of our WhatsApp chain right when we started playing. Our bass player, <laughs> Robin, just renamed it Super Fantastics. <laughs> and we were go. trying to think of a name. And I thought, ha ha, that's, that's fine. We're not doing that. And then a day <laughs> later, it was like, whoa, that is exactly who we are because like I'm big and cheesy and we're kind of big and cheesy and we want people to have fun. And that's what that name is. And, you know, it's, it's so spot on for who I am and who I want us to be and what I want people to feel about us of like, you know, you can, the shirt that I'm wearing now is like big stars jumping yep. out of your chest. And I, I want, I want to help people connect with that in their lives. E even when we are exploring some of the, like, you know, realities of life and the things that can be tough or painful. Like I want all of it to be centered in, you know, joy and positivity and making people feel good and feeling like our, our music brings beautiful things into their lives. And so the name super fantastics for me, like you hear it and you smile, you're like, I don't know, that sounds like a good time. Like I kind of want to know those guys <laughs> sure. and have, have fun with them. That that's, that's what I want. That's what, that's, what's important to me. And I feel like I can, you know, really live that authentically with people. And I think and anybody who knows me and listens to the music like, will oh, feel yeah. like I like that is that's me in the, in the music. And that's, that's how I feel throughout the day and in life. And, um, you know, the, the you'll hear the things that are important to me, like having my mom on one of the songs and how it just celebrates her and my, her and my father's love. And to like, you know, our Scottish heritage, it's, a, I mean, mm -hmm. it is a Scottish poem and my mother is Scottish. Um, and, you know, other, other songs that are just kind of the way I want to feel more in life. And I think that that's all really important. Um, Anson, you also were talking about kind of the timing of the album. It's, it, it, it was just so interesting how this all went down. So we, I basically, you know, I, I joined this band to play a song or two. Then we kind of like lost the drummer and just to keep it going, I was like, well, I can drum and sing. Like it's, you know, 
I, like I'm an all right drummer. I can play, like we can do it. <laughs> so we can happen, keep playing yeah. shows. Pull, pull on Anderson Pack, you know. <laughs> oh God, he's so good. And you know, like it, like it's fine. I'm not gonna blow anyone away with my drumming, but like it's you know it sounds fine, right? Like it, like we can do it. The 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 car goes right. And so you know we did that, and it, it, what it let us do was just make all the songs, right? Because we had a, like the full sound to really work on the material. Once we got all the songs in a place where we were ready to record. It was January of um, 2020. We went in, did all the recording, started adding the pieces on. You know, you kind of have to, well, you guys probably know more about this than I do, but, um, you know, it takes a few sessions to kind of get like for, you know, 10, 11 songs to get all of the things the way you want them with a couple people yeah, in the band. And so, sound right. yeah, when you're doing it thoughtfully, you know, for me, like this, this, to, this to me is not just an album that I want out in the world. Like I, I want it to be everything for me that I feel like it, it can be. I want, I, I want to make sure that it reflects the, like these songs are important to me and to the band. And I want to make sure that like we did everything possible to get them to the place that it, it like, it's the best that it can be. And so, you know, we took our time and then, yeah, the day that we were supposed to record the last elements of the last song the pandemic hit shelter in place order couldn't go in to record it. And then what could we do? But we were basically rushing to get the album out at that point because we were about to headline, um, a, a, a you know, pretty decently sized show, um, here in SF. And we were like, great, that'll be the album release. We'll have, you know, a couple hundred people there. It'll be awesome. And then just sitting at home when we just couldn't do anything at the beginning of that time. Like, I just, I don't know. I didn't want to think about the music and what I was, I just was like, all right. Yeah. Well. yeah you gotta, you gotta vibe it out. There, there mm -hmm. was some, some strange vibes in the, in the yeah. beginning of quarantine. And so many more, I mean, still got questions, but so many more questions at that time about what is yeah. life right now? Yeah. How long are we going to be in this? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever had this experience, but I, I remember like when I did my college essays, I think I just kind of like, I don't know, I was pretty lazy then. And I think I just like hammered it out and it was done and I submitted it. And then if I went back and looked at it later, like, oh my God, that was not good. <laughs> I just yeah. threw that thing out there. I didn't edit it. I didn't think about it. I didn't give it the care that it deserved. And so with that time, a month later, revisiting it, you could kind of hear it the way other people hear it, right? Who don't have the, who haven't been in it. And like, they're not in the barrel of the wave with you. They're like, yeah, okay. I actually have the benefit of the perspective and fresh ears and can give it a true listen. And I don't like the way that I sound on that song. Let me really work on this. And um, I actually had some really useful feedback for, from people along the way um, on this. This was my first chance to really do a proper studio album with my vocals on it and um got actually got some useful feedback from friends who said that there's something about the vocals and the early takes where it doesn't sound like you like i know you and like the kind of guy you are and like you know if it's a friend they'll say something like you know you're like a fun confident guy uh my friend tor uh heinz in new york said and he's like i'm not totally getting that on all of the vocals. Mm. I think you, I think you should try that again. And then, you know, my friend Nolan said it a little bit differently. Like you should sing in your speaking voice, like you're talking right now. And then you mm. start singing and it sounds like the same thing. And that was super helpful for me. And then I could go back and listen to the vocals and then go and give it another run. And I think each, each, each time that I did that, I, it was like getting the, you know, in Mario Kart where you get the mushroom, like do, 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 do. Like I was just getting better and better um, until I, I really got to a point where I I was hitting all the notes in the way that I wanted to. It was really easy for me to do because it was the most natural thing in the world. And one one thing that I, ho I hope will be inspirational to anybody who wants to, you know, sing or make an album and they aren't really sure about it is like, you know, what's true is that you're not the best singer in the world. It's not, it's just not possible. Like there are, so in the U S let's say there are like 300 million people, right? If you think you are, let's say a top 1% singer, like you're <laughs> good, right? Okay. So that means there are 3 million people who are better singers than you, but it doesn't mean that there are like 3 million hit artists out there who are the hit artists. Like there are a couple who are just such polished singers. It's really beautiful to just think about the like, technical excellence of their voice, but actually there are a lot more people who are just like, 
that's a cool person. Like they're really authentic. I like yeah. their message yeah. and yeah. how the their song, yeah, this song this is important. good. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, like Bob Dylan or like, yeah, James Taylor, we were talking about him earlier. Like he's not an opera singer. He's not a really technically perfect singer, mm-hmm. but gosh, he, he, he really is relatable. And I love the emotion that comes out in his voice. Same like, like, man, Bob Dylan was not a, a lot of people say was not a great singer, but man, I can relate to that stuff. And I want to feel that way. And he's an authentic dude. And so I think um, it was a bit of a process for me to really like, not try to sound like a good singer a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I was a cathedral choir boy growing up and they really taught you to like, try to sing to a part. And Mm. once I realized like, Oh, I shouldn't try to sound like a good singer. I should try to sound like myself. I really like leaned into that that made all of the difference for me in, in getting the music to the place that, uh, that I hoped it could be. Yeah. And that resonates with the, you know, your, your name, your band name's origin story, you know, it just, it felt right, you know, yeah. and that's what, you know, you said it perfectly, you know, you can't force yourself to perform a certain way. You should just be, cause people can detect authenticity, you know, just from hearing it, like you can hear right away, like, Oh, they're, they're trying too hard or yeah. yeah. In any walk in life, it's not, yeah, it's sure. like acting, acting, like you see someone, you're like, that. Yeah, no, they're, they're like, they're, they're, they're doing trying too much. to do something. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really, yeah. don't, I can't relate don't to try, that. Just do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's or what I was you, talking about. Yeah. Just the other day, man, it's like, you know, I will always want to compete and be better and, and do that. But like, I'm not going to compare, man. Cause I'm just going to feel defeated at all times. If that's the way you want to do it. Like, you know, just know what you can bring and, and make that better. But yeah, like, you can't hit a certain note or you can't do that thing. That's just not you. Yeah. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why just you not bring in a professional whistler. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when it needs to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I think it's important. And, and, you know, I think, well, the music industry obviously a little different than maybe it was, but I think that is an industry that where the good ones, or at least the ones I like to listen to, whatever you hear that in it more, but like um, something in two that or, or last year that I really started picking up on, man, is like, you know, you can't just let this work speak for itself. Like, I want to know more about the people behind it and why they do it. And like, I think it, it, as crazy as it was and as hard as it was and as much pivoting people had to do, like they were able to be themselves more. And like you said, work on that brand because like everything you do and like you're being heavily scrutinized if you're a jerk behind the scenes, even though you're a high big money maker, whether if you're talking about, you know, corporations, you know what I'm saying? But, or like a small brand you know and like you're getting called out a lot easier because we know you just doing it to do it or if you've been about that lifestyle it's it's not fake because we know you've been talking like that or whatever it is man i think uh yeah it sounds like that's what you guys are trying to do you mean you were doing that before the pandemic anyway like with the name of the album now or like just the emotions you're trying to get like it seems like you didn't have to change much right like you know the album was pretty much done so yeah yeah, I think I think you're right on. And I, I was also just thinking a little bit more about like this this idea of authenticity. And like we were talking earlier about like TikTok and Instagram. And I was I was I was just thinking about like, well, like why do I watch some of the people that I watch there? I think it is like the people who manage to be so themselves who are unlike anybody else. And you just like you really, you really see that in them. And I think also actually a funny thing about TikTok that I've noticed is like, I'm so annoyed by the ads that I see on there because it's just like a platform of super authenticity. And I think that's why it's just drilling right into like Gen Z's just like, yeah, we like, this is great. Like, I don't want some corporate BS stuff on like whatever, all this like staged advertised stuff on other platforms. Like I want to see people doing stuff. I love when people just do something and try something and they're in it. Like they're the ones who you're going to connect with. Right. Even if it's something stupid, you're like, yeah, Yeah. I I, I like that guy. (laughs) Yeah, especially if like you're able to get your grandma to come and do that thing with you and it's like you're bringing your family into it and it's like, you know, they just want to do it. They're comfortable in that lane and just cool. It's like, man, like, yeah, like that's not for me to make content or content because I don't know my space in there, but I love seeing what people are doing. Like, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. Gosh, so much like just this idea of authenticity and how it is so important in just any walk of life. And even, you know, I think um, I had this really interesting experience earlier on in my life. So in, in business school, we had this really powerful leadership course that was all about learning about yourself in this super intense workshop. And yeah, I mentioned, you know, my parents are both psychiatrists. I always thought I had this special edge on people where like I could 
pick things up in people really quickly that, you know, I just like cockishly thought like, Oh, I can do that. Like, and other people might not see the same thing. I was in this leadership class and um, somebody just said something that didn't quite seem authentic and the discussion kept going. And then a second later, I was like, wait a minute. I just, I just have to say something like when that, when you said that thing, it didn't sound real. Like it wasn't authentic. And every single person around the room was like, yep, I think that up too. That was weird. Why did you say that? And it wasn't true. And that's not what you think. I was like, Oh, this was like a light bulb went off in my yeah. head. Like, Oh, everybody can detect actually it. perceives yeah. that. Like you lived your life, like spending time with people. Like, you know, when people are being themselves and they're real and they're in the moment, they're saying, they're speaking from their heart, like what they think versus when people are saying something that just, it just doesn't quite add up. And like, we all can connect on that thing right. that would, that just blew my mind, but unfortunately made me realize that I wasn't actually that special in that, in that regard, <laughs> but also, but I mean, it took you to at least bring it out in the open though, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what's, that's why we get lulled into the processes of life right now, because not, not everyone's, we're all thinking it, but no one knows that other people are thinking it, you know? And, yeah. No, it's funny it, because, uh, you know, you had to call them out. Like everybody was thinking it, but nobody spoke up and, and called yeah. them out. But if you do that on the internet, you got a bigger audience and there are going to yeah. be a lot more people that are quick to yeah. call you on your bluff. And I've seen other people do it, you know, it just like, can you acknowledge when there's an emotion that everybody kind of knows is there under the surface? I've, I've seen people do it in meetings like, hey, I just want to say like, there's a weird energy in the room right now. Yeah. And I'm not sure why it is. I've never ever seen someone do that and had people be like, no, that's wrong. Like yeah. almost any time, if, you, if you're if you picking up on something in a conversation with somebody else and you just acknowledge it and say, look, I just have to say, it feels right now like, I, I don't know, maybe you're upset with me because I did, like, is that, am I crazy? Like almost always you're at least Man. on the right path. And if you can just surface it and acknowledge it, it really can help you kind of move on from that. And if you have that instinct, you should really lean into it because you're probably not wrong. And I think- also, you could say that really that's what I'm trying to do with the music is like, hey, what what are these common currents, these these feelings yeah. that I'm picking yeah, what up are in these life? Shared and, sentiments that yeah. you're trying to tap into. Yeah, let me. Okay, now I'm going to surface those, and that is that that's the formulation that went into these songs, and I hope that it that people can relate to that. That I've now put the thing on the table where everyone's like, yep, I feel that. Oh yeah, sometimes I really feel that way, yeah. and that, that that's the way that I can connect to them. Yeah, well, I mean, now's a good time to uh, connect to our audience. Would you mind sharing a little bit of uh, a song to to give our audience a little bit of uh, the super fantastic vibe? Yeah, what's a what's a good way to do that? We can play it. I can I can like play a song. I can just play yeah, something acoustic. Well, yeah, if you, or... if you just want to play play whatever you're comfortable with playing, like a, a short clip, we can uh, just let it play out. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, let me just grab one off my computer here. Um, so I think, you know, one, one song that we talked about a little bit earlier was the Beautiful Day song, right? This, this is like, this is not, I would say this song is actually just closer to being like a one dimensional song of like, gosh, this song is about like joy and really celebrating that time where you wake up and you're just, you're just feeling good and let's like, Let's lean into that, right? Yeah. Um, and so that that's what this song is about. This is not one of the singles. It'll come out with a full album release in May. Um, but but here's a taste for what it's like. Beautiful day. I'm feeling okay, and that's alright for today. Do you poor dear? Siente cuerpo, siento siento, and no momento. Not thinking this week, not thinking this month, not thinking this year. Just thinking I'm glad to be here. And I'm walking, I'm feeling, I'm breathing, I'm seeing you strutting and humming and waving your greeting. We're meeting and hugging and touching and caring. I'm walking, I'm feeling, I'm seeing it's a beautiful day. My body feels good. 
So I'll cut it there, but um, yeah, so it, it's kind of a funny song also because the middle is like, we're meeting and hugging and touching and caring. Like, but yeah, we can't do any of that. Yeah, I can't do that. Quite so right. don't do that. But <laughs> someday I hope we'll... <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, hey, thank you guys so much for... Um, for bringing me on here. I, I love what you guys do. I've really enjoyed your past podcasts. Yeah, thank um, you. Awesome. Hearing about the journey of different, you know, especially the, the Bay area artists, like the one that I heard um, last week, I think her name was Emily, like just super cool to hear about her journey also. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for, for what you do and providing a platform um, for, for artists and others to just, t- you know, talk to you guys about what we do. Yeah, man, it's a it's a, it's a pleasure of ours, and uh, you know we enjoy all the stories, and we just like Definitely. to share share them with uh, our community. But uh, we'd like to ask you before we wrap up. Uh, we have a segment called Support Quality, and we just want to know something that has brought quality to your life lately. It could be a person, a place, a thing, a process. But what is something that has brought quality to your life or the Super Fantastics uh, life? What. Well, I- Really, if, when I think about the best part of this year, um, actually, a lot of the restrictions that we have have given me space to spend a lot of time connecting with my family. I live in SF. I have four older sisters and you know my parents, and they're all on the East Coast, mainly in D.C. Um, I, I talk to my sisters all the time, and it means so much to me to really have the time where we can just really deep in our relationships and same with my parents. I get, I just get to talk to them all the time because I don't have so much else going on and, you know, they're really happy to stay connected during this time. And I think that's, that's been really special to me just kind of being so far away from home as well. Um, and that, I think that's one of the things that I'm most grateful for silver linings during this time. Yeah, quality like quality these, time with this the time family. Has, you know, enabled us to, get closer to our families. Cause like you said, like, even though my family is here in the Bay, I have spent a lot of time with them because, you know, I, I keep my social bubble small, but obviously my family gets to remain inside of that. So I get to see them a lot and it's uh, definitely strengthened uh, our bond as a family. Yeah. It's so, it's so special. Like we, we had a, a zoom party for my dad for his 80th birthday with incredible attendance. And it was just such a quality <laughs> experience for all of us. Maybe the best family party we've ever had. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Hey, Anson, Chris, thank you guys again so much. I hope everybody will follow us on Instagram. Um, super fantastic band and just come, come and enjoy a show sometime. We would, we would love to see you. Um, and really excited to release our first single home in March, second single copy Canela in April, full album. These will be available on Spotify, Apple music. Oh yeah. Global release everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Can't look, can't wait to yeah check you guys out at the park and hear everything that you guys got coming up. So. All right. Thank and you. Pair it for whatever I'm feeling that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to those records. Follow them at super fantastics. You can follow me at Mr. Beatty on Instagram. And I'm at Young Man Old Souls. And you can follow our podcast and YouTube chronicles at Quality Goods TV on Instagram. Everything that we're doing, we're going to share it there. So you can buy merch. You can uh, just support us if you want. But yeah, give us a follow. Like our post. Interact with us. We want to hear from get you. One of those. Yeah, and we'll definitely like- make sure we link all every time, whenever the singles are dropping, they'll make sure that our, uh, our listeners will make, uh, they'll hear about it. So yeah, perfect. I want to get one of these sweatshirts that you have. The, is that, that's one of your merch. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, yeah can happen. we get some, uh, super fantastic merch? Yeah, a little, little yeah. merch exchange. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. They look like very compatible. Brands. Yeah. 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 For you sure. Know, we got, we got the colors, you know, the, yeah. in both the emotions. All right, Daniel, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you you again for joining us. And we look forward to uh, hearing some more from the Super Fantastics. All right. Until next time, we out.